Entrepreneur on Fire 1002. We're here on earth to fart around. Don't let anybody tell you any different. Chase, Chase Reeves, thanks for that. And Fire Nation, you're about to hear six episodes. The next six days are going to be from Fizzlers. This one's one of the co-founders, Chase Reeves. He's going to be talking all about the different archetypes of entrepreneurs, as well as an incredible opportunity that we have for you, Fire Nation, only till July 31st. If you go to fizzleonfire.com, you're going to be able to join Fizzle for free, not a dollar, not putting your credit card in, completely for free, nothing else required. Just join Fizzle, check everything out, and you're going to get a special Fire Nation group coaching call. So there's zero reasons not to do this. So many reasons to do this. Go to fizzleonfire.com. Enjoy this and the next five episodes from Fizzlers. And again, Fire Nation, prepare to ignite. Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to Entrepreneur on Fire, where I chat with amazing entrepreneurs seven days a week. Are you ready to rock your own webinar? Visit thewebinarcourse.com and sign up for our free 10-day webinar course today. Ignite. Are you hiring but not sure where to find the best candidates? Today you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Again, ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Want access to fill-in-the-blank marketing templates built by pros that do marketing for a living? Generate more leads and sales online. Download DigitalMarketer.com's ultimate digital marketing toolbox at digitalmarketer.com slash fire. Fire Nation, the countdown has commenced. John Lee Doom is here, and I'm fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Chase Reeves. Chase, are you prepared to ignite? I'm burning up. I'm burning up. (laughs) Chase is a designer, educator, and entrepreneur. Through his work at Fizzle.co, he helps thousands of entrepreneurs build their thing and make progress week after week. He lives in Portland, Oregon with his very lovely wife and very energetic five-year-old son. So Chase, take a minute, fill in some blanks from the intro and give us a little glimpse into that personal life. You want my personal life, John? Oh, you want you know, to get into the details, man? Soap opera, baby. Uh, I'll be honest. Uh, you know, in your in your typical uh, question asking thing, which we'll be hopefully getting away from in this episode. We will be. Um, one of the questions that you always ask people is like, "What are you fired up about right now?" Yeah. And um, I was I've been thinking about that, and the only answer that the, like the answer that immediately came to me was like, "I'm really fired up about being a dad right now." Wow. It's really, it's, it's awesome. Uh, recently I took, uh, like, I mean, this was like almost a year ago now, took Aiden to, to he's, that's my son, took him to Disneyland for the first time. And I do not like Disneyland. Like I'm not one of these guys <laughs> who's like counting the, the hidden Mickeys and who's, you know, doing all this stuff. That's fine. I've got a lot of friends. In fact, I've, I've like, I've got a lot of friends who are like that. So I sort of set my identity up as I'm the guy who's not crazy about <laughs> Disneyland, <laughs> you know? So I'm not like in, insanely crazy about Disneyland, but uh, watching my son explore that world and go just like, what is this place? What is happening? And how do I be in this, in this role is just watching it happen on his face was so like, I don't know, something really clicked in me about like, Oh my God, it's not like it kind of happened. Even the moment he was born, like, Oh, now it's not, not about me, but I'm a pretty selfish guy. Uh, and so that (laughs) I still persisted, but watching him explore Disneyland, I was like, dude, everything feels so cheap now when I'm not like showing my son new Mm. stuff or experiencing things and and, like putting ourselves in in so now my like favorite pastime right now is thinking of crazy adventures that we're going to do I want to take him on a trip every single year that gets us into trouble and and like you know dangerous stuff as well as like you know beautiful things I want to see Patagonia standard stuff like you you know, go into the Grand Canyon, but I also want to like, I want to go, uh, take a, take a, my whole family to, to Paris and buy a car and drive it to Cairo and <laughs> just see if we can survive that. Like yeah. that kind of stuff now has become like, that's, I, I just want to fill him up with a bunch of those things by the time he's 21. So that when he spreads his wings, he's, he's, uh, he's set up pretty good for, for being a compassionate, kind, wise person. 
Now, not to get derailed from our main focus today, but don't you have a couple side passion projects, Father Apprentice, Ice to the Brim? Um, what's, what's up with that? This is where I got started, John. Like I was, I was a, I've always been a writer. Like I, I got into this, uh, now, I, now I'm this like designer guy, right? I work with people like Pat Flynn and, and Steve Cam and, uh, and all the other people online. I'm trying to like remember their names now. <laughs> um, I'm just like, I don't know. Cause, cause I, what I do for a living is, is fizzle.co, which will, will, you'll, the fire nation will be hearing a lot about, about, but where it got started for me was I was a writer. Like I was just writing. I was just essayist. I was just making funny things into essays and, and writing about life. And, um, and eventually that turned into a site called father apprentice. And I learned design because I wanted that site to look a particular way. So I just kept fiddling with the design of it. And that's how I got good at HTML and CSS and, and, and more importantly, just like the theories and practices of design. And that's what ended up getting me, you know, eventually working with all of those big wigs some of the biggest bloggers in the in the world it was just because like I was writing for a site called Father Apprentice that I had created and I wanted it to look a specific way and and my passion was really connecting with all of these guys who who were at, at least in the same boat as me like new dads who were terrible at it but really wanted to be great and I was terrified and I you know was ruining my, my I, I put so much stress on myself being an entrepreneur early on that I really I I made it so much more difficult on my wife and I than it needed to be. And we almost didn't survive that as a couple. Um, And thank God we did. So it it was it was that whole sort of the stress and the strain of being a new dad, not understanding how to do it and also feeling like, man, this is really, really important. And I'm screwing it up and I don't know how to do I don't have I did. I don't have I'm not set up very well for this right now. I don't know how to fix this. Right. So it was just through writing about it that I was trying to fix it. So yeah, that's that's sort of the original um, sort of blog that I that I started up that got big that I tried to create it as a as a thing, and it's still out there. I'm not writing on it right now, but I, one day we'll we'll do something with it. Uh, I don't know exactly what, uh, but for the time being, people are still finding. There's this one post called like the ultimate sleeper put down mood, where <laughs> so like you might you might experience this one day, John. Uh, you're oh, yeah. you've got this baby, this this crying baby, and it's midnight or it's two a.m. or it's four a.m. or it's five thirty a.m. and all you want to do is put this sucker down that he goes to sleep and you can get like another 30 minutes of shut eye before you have to go to work well oftentimes (laughs) you you walk around with the baby and you get them to like they'll fall asleep totally easily like right on you (laughs) and then and then as you try like you 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 stepping back towards the crib and you like you're like you're learning to be like a ninja and you're avoiding the you're avoiding the little creaks in the floor but then there's like the put down like into the crib. And this is a critical moment, John. The, everything, everything <laughs> is on the table here. I mean, so you, you're like, you're, I mean, you're, you're a military guy. You know what it's like to have every fiber of your body completely active and on, in t- edge. Tune and on yeah. edge. And you want to talk about igniting, man. <laughs> I was. <laughs> Jace, so, Jace, Jace, Jace. I, I love this, man. But there's so much, you know, we got to get to today okay. that, I mean, Fire Nation, check out that awesomeness because what's pretty cool and I want to just kind of make this little announcement is, you know, this is fizzleonfire.com week. You know, this is where I'm actually bringing on six Fizzlers. I'm bringing on Chase and Barrett, you know, who are two of the three co-founders. I'm bringing on another four current Fizzlers who are rocking and rolling. You know, this is going to be over the course of this week, Fire Nation. So just get excited about what they have going on here. And that's why I brought Chase back on. You know, he's only the 31st repeat guest of 1,002 episodes. So Chase is episode 1,002. He's also episode 332. So Chase, 680 episodes ago, you were on Entrepreneur on Fire, which is almost two years ago, which is insane, uh, but awesome at the same time. And we obviously had a blast for so many reasons. So Fire Nation, if you want to check out Chase's like journey, his failures, his, his aha moments, just go to eofire.com, type in Chase. That's going to pop right up. You're going to see him in a great pineapple shirt. It's, it's an amazing picture. And, <laughs> and again, fizzleonfire.com is our focus because I really wanted to bring Fire Nation into focus with Fizzle so you can learn more about everything that they have going on, which is a lot of awesome stuff. And Chase, that's kind of what I wanted to bring it to right now was you know with what you have going on at Fizzle and what you guys have built there, you know, literally from scratch, just an, uh, an idea that's now turned into 
an amazing community. Can can you just kind of give us kind of like the four one one on this with um you know with just with with how you guys got to where you are? And again, let's let's try to keep it in a couple of minutes because we have some incredible archetypes. Some kind of wedding your appetite with Fire Nation that I want to get to because you have so much great stuff to share there. Yeah. So, uh, so I mentioned working with all these big, big bloggers, uh, once I started focusing my career on that. And one of those was Corbett Barr, who ran a site called Think Traffic. Well, well, I designed his site. It went really well. We liked working with each other and he had an idea for a really big project. And so we partnered together on that thing that eventually became fizzle.co, which the idea is, is this basically, if you're a small time entrepreneur, someone trying to build your thing, you want to work for yourself. If you want to grow, you know, your, your revenue and your impact and your, and your income, we make two, two things for you. Okay. We make multimedia courses for those insights and aha moments that you, that you, you, there's some things you need to know. And we're going to get into some of that here today. And then the second thing is we maintain a private community for support and answers and encouragement of similar like-minded small-time sort of entrepreneurs building their own things. Sometimes they're lifestyle business. Sometimes there's actually real SaaS companies and, and people building full-on companies in there. But all of that is for $35 a month. Um, so that's, that, was the, that was the big idea for us is what if this wasn't a $2,000 course, uh, which was very common in our market yeah. uh, at the time. What if this was just like a more of like a uh, $35 a month kind of thing? So anybody can, can afford that who is building a business Right. And and if they and and so at that affordable sort of rate, maybe we can make a much larger impact. So that's what we were hoping for. It's a, basically the, the gist is it's the community of entrepreneurs that won't let you quit, John. <laughs> and what a community it's turned into. I mean, I'm an avid listener of your podcast, The Fizzle Show. And so, you know, I get to kind of be on or be with you on this journey. And it's been an incredible one. And, and I've enjoyed what I've seen, what I've heard. You know, I've had great conversations with people, you know, who have been involved with it. And it's just exciting to see, you know, what we as online entrepreneurs can create as as and for communities. And one episode and epic post and just overall topic that you guys absolutely crushed that I resonated with so much what is when you talked about the 10 archetypes and you guys sat down, you created 10 archetypes. And I was like, this is genius because we all as online entrepreneurs fit into at least one of these archetypes and maybe even a couple. And if we yeah. can start off just seeing that we fit in this one place, that's such a feeling of comfort that we do fit in. So let me just kind of quickly run down what those 10 are, Chase, and then let's kind of allow you to tackle them one at a time. So yeah. Fire Nation, we have the teacher, the thought leader, the mediapreneur, the freelancer, the coach, the artist, the maker, the curator, the engineer, and the retailer. And we'll have these all listed up at the show notes page for sure. But Chase, let's start at the top. Let's start with the teacher. And you know, a couple of people that you refer to here, Marie Forleo, Nathan Berry. Talk to us about this and about the archetypes. And even before we dive in specifically into the teacher, give us kind of the overview of how this came to be. And then let's talk about the teacher. Yeah, totally. So the idea here is, is that what we, what we witnessed happening all the time and what's happened in my own business and every one of our projects that we've started is we get really confident in our ideas yeah. and, and in just, um, and our real passion when we're building something is just to see it like sort of live. And we don't really think about how we're actually going to make money. Do you know what I mean? Right. We just kind of like, oh, if I can get a podcast going and get on New and Noteworthy, oh man, that would be awesome. And, and it's going to be a lot of work. And yeah, we'll figure out how to make some money. But like, then you do that and then you're like, like we had just a forum thread in Fizzle of, of this lovely lady who's, who's been making these adult coloring books. And she's like, I got this big audience. And I can't make any money. Like she's got a large audience and can't make that money. And that's just too common of a situation that people are finding themselves in. So this archetypes conversation is really about finding those models that we can look at so that we know exactly how we're going to make money. Do you know what I mean? So when we're looking at, so for example, let's jump right into the teacher. Yeah. Okay. So the teacher uh, sort of researches specific topics, tactics, and strategies 
and helps her customers solve specific problems. All right. So, so rather delivering sort of freelance or traditional books, like you were not working as client services, we're doing uh, more of like a digital products, ebook courses, creating that, that online community type of thing around a specific thing that I'm teaching you. And as you mentioned, examples here are like Nathan Berry, who focused on two things, marketing and sort of uh, new school design, almost specifically iOS design, but uh, because he did a book on that. Um, but then there's Marie Forleo is another example of, and we're at Fizzle, another example of this yeah, business training, right? Um, focusing on a specific uh, thing that I'm going to teach you and not necessarily going the traditional book publishing route. So, so the, now let me contrast that with this next one, right? So that, the first one's teacher, the second one's the thought leader. Okay. And, and these are people who sort of focus on spreading ideas more, right? So if, if the teacher teach, like sells training, the thought leader sort of sells ideas. The great example of a thought leader is Malcolm Gladwell, someone that almost everybody probably knows about, right? He grabs all this interesting research and sells these ideas about, uh, about stuff. Um, and, and we're learning through it, but we're not learning how to, uh, you know, what are we learning specifically? I mean, I guess what, what, what age, what, when, what time of the year we should have kids or something like that <laughs> so that our kids can, can be, you know, the oldest in their class or whatever, right. right? Things like that. But really what we're learning is just like, how do things work? It's this thought leader type of stuff. And one of my favorites, um, you know, so there's a guy called Josh Ship who I think has been on your show before. Is that yeah, correct? Yeah. And in fact, real quick, I mean, he's, he just got done with a conference when this goes live, rock the stage up in San Jose. That's is going to be an amazing event. I mean, both Pat and I are speaking there. I mean, this guy is a thought leader. Yep, I love Josh, and uh, he's a good friend. and And I've done that event twice, and he that you're going to be so stoked, John, because they're the best group of people. Oh, love it. So Josh Ship is a great example. He's a, he's a youth speaker, and then um, and, and so he he kind of. One of the things you'll notice with these is, as you mentioned earlier, is that you, we kind of mix and match. There's oftentimes people fall into multiple of these things. Right. But what's so helpful is to kind of pick one from the start and maybe have your one or two picked out, but like focusing on one first. Right. So, again, to this thought leader, one of my favorite examples right now is James Clear. He's a, 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 what I, I call like an up and coming sort of Malcolm Gladwell type. Right. Where he's doing these more like sort of journalistic articles. Uh, focusing on research and, you know, how to live a particular kind of life. Um, Brene Brown would be a great example of, of another thought leader. And you could see sort of subtle, subtle differences between that and, and the teacher, right? Where it's almost like the thought leader has more of a journalistic, almost an academic quality, and the teacher has a very specific, almost trades kind of quality. Um, moving on to the, to the media. Well, and right before we move on, Chase, there's one yeah. thing I really want to bring up for Fire Nation that I love that you guys did here that I thought was brilliant was these examples of current entrepreneurs that are yeah. in these different categories. Because Fire Nation, you can go through this, this list of these 10 archetypes and you're going to resonate with just the copy and what Chase is saying they are. But then you can really say, you know what? Man, I so resonate with Josh Ship. Like I feel like yeah. I could be like him. Right? He is where I want to be. And then you can set your sights on that because of, so, so that was just a stroke of brilliance. And like James Clear is a great example of what you said. Like his emails are so epic. Like I look forward they to his are, emails yeah. every single week. His one today about Pat Riley and yeah. getting 1% better. Uh, epic. And this is how you stand apart. So go ahead, mediapreneur. Yeah, well, I mean, just to, to piggyback on that, um, what's so, what we found is so helpful. One of the ways that you can learn expertise is, is like the, you, uh, we all think of like, you know, let's take a course, let's, let's yeah. read some books, let's do all this stuff. But really, one of the best possible ways you can get into it is by uh, working with an expert, right? So you, like there's a thing called chicken sexing. This is weird, John, where it's like <laughs> you get a chick, like a, like a baby uh, yeah. chicken. And you can't tell if it's a boy or a girl. There's no like actual like little little thing to right. really. Right, I saw that on Friends. Yeah, right, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so so the 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 way that you learn how to do this is you just start doing it, and an expert's over your shoulder, and you say, okay, this is a boy, and he goes, nope, and you put it in the girl category. Okay, this is a girl, and he goes, yep, and you just do that like that, and after about honestly 15, 20 minutes, they've found you get a lot better oh, wow. <laughs> just by just by that. So this just as a model for when you have an expert that you can pay attention to and watch, for example, James. Clear and go like, okay, I'd love to be like James Clear in five years. Then what can I do now? Okay, clearly I have to be doing some writing, but what are the what are the shape of his blog posts? How often is he writing them and how long are they generally, right? So there's always a piece of research. Interesting. There's always an anecdote and a story. Oh, okay, interesting. He kind of starts with the story and ends with the story. You know, so all of those kinds of things that you can learn by looking at these 
these examples, these models of these kinds of businesses, that's where the work really, that's where it really comes to fruition. You're not reading a book about someone, you're watching them do it live. And they're telling you if that baby chick is a boy or a girl. <laughs> you know what I mean? I love it. So the mediapreneur, now John, this is you. You're the mediapreneur. Okay. So mediapreneurs kind of build these audiences and then sell things through uh, either, you know, affiliate marketing, you know, so other people's products or advertising like you do on this podcast right. or uh, or sometimes even just donations. Right. So but the 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 thing about the the mediapreneur and as I said, the, the, oftentimes people fall into multiples of these camps and sometimes the lines between where a thought leader starts and a mediapreneur ends, it's just kind of blurry. But these are just helpful buckets to have in general. So, um, so for you, uh, Pat, also I would, I would consider a mediapreneur. Also, like, there's a site called Brain Pickings, which is phenomenal. And that's kind of a mediapreneur as well because what she's doing there is creating this huge audience around these kind of specific topics or these, these general topics. And then she, she's run all, basically entirely on donations. Um, and, and Amazon affiliate links basically. Right. So, so these, th- this is a little bit different in, in, from the other stuff because you're not necessarily selling your own material. Now, this is where you get to be in multiple camps, right? Because you also have things for sale, which we'll get into in a little bit where I guess, which makes you like a teacher at the same time, right? Cause you're selling podcasters paradise as well as you've, you're kind of selling products to your audience through your affiliate links. But I think what's such an important distinction here and why I love these archetypes that you broke out is that I just started as a mediapreneur. That was the bucket that I started in and it was me providing free, valuable, consistent content, building that audience that then allowed me to become different things like the thought leader, like the teacher. I couldn't start off in all three buckets at all. I I had to start in one and I resonated with Pat Flynn. I resonated with David Seitman Garland and I said, I'm going to focus there because I want to be where they are. And then you get there, you can say, okay, how can I grow my business? Yeah, that's exactly right. Is so that 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 focus that these things kind of inherently ask of you. So which one are you going to head towards right right now? And real quick about brain pickings, amazing by the way, Maria Popova, she was on Tim Ferriss's podcast and did like a two hour just genius yeah. class. I mean, you have to listen to that Fire Nation. Yeah, it's so good. Okay, so moving on here, number four again, one, two, and three are teacher, thought leader, and mediapreneur. Okay, number four is freelancer. Okay, and a freelancer is basically selling services. This is like your standard sort of, I'm going to hang my shingle as a web designer or as an organizational consultant or something like that, right? So, or photographer, copywriter, all of these kinds of things. So good examples of this are Amy Porterfield when she's doing sort of Facebook uh, ad con- consulting. Yeah, Profit with people. Labs. And- exactly. Paul Jarvis when he's designing, John Jantz when he's working with clients. Anytime when you're working with clients, basically, right? And isn't that like how you started too? And that's how you got into it with Corbett and how now you moved into Fizzle. Yeah, exactly. So I was a designer and that was my freelance business, you know, and then if we if I grouped together with other freelancers or whatever and created my own agency, my 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 company, my agency would essentially be a freelancing unit. Mm. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? So now this is similar to number five, which is the coach. Now, the coach is fundamentally a freelancer, mm-hmm. but there's so many coaches out there. We decided to call it out as its own thing because it is it does have unique things involved. Number one, it's typically always working with an individual instead of an organization or something like that. Right. So if you have if you hire a coach, a business coach, a life coach, things like this, a nutrition coach, oftentimes you're you're working specifically just you with that person. So that kind of changes some of the of the of the business business relationships, but oftentimes it's exactly the same as well. We just wanted to add it. We wanted to pull it out and kind of call it out, especially since this is such a hot market and a thing that a lot of people are trying to move into, you know, so people like Jenny Blake, Peter Shallard, Natalie Sisson, um, one of my favorites, Jerry Colonna, who was um, a massive uh, venture, uh, venture capitalist who sort of uh, went on to, to become this amazing executive coach, very, uh, he's like a he's like a, a a Buddhist guy who cusses a lot. It's like my favorite thing <laughs> in the world. It's like that's awesome, that's perfect. Um, so so uh, again with these, you know, just I I want to beat uh, this dead horse that like when you, if you are building if you are building a coaching business if you want to become a coach, find your coaches that you want to pay attention to and pay attention to them. 
we did a course in Fizzle on uh, the on how to make shareable images, like all of these images that are on Facebook right now. You can't you can't go on any site anyone's page without seeing all these great like you know graphical images there and Instagram and all this other stuff. So I did a course on how to do that, and one of the huge takeaways is is simply this: like find the people you really want your stuff to look like and follow them. Pay attention to what they're doing. Look at how they're making their images and start sort of just imitating them until you find your own voice in it. Because it's, there are no rules to any of this stuff, to how you do a business. This is the things that are working right now in this, in your business and our business, the things that John's telling you and that I'm telling you to do, it's all going to change in the next 10 years. Yeah. Because it's all changed in the past 10 years. Right. So what matters most is uh, what we believe at Fizzle is fundamentally your connection with your audience. But then like you're paying attention to people and watching that stuff change in real time as they explore things with their audience. You know what I mean? Totally. OK, so that was number five was a coach. Um, now moving on to number six. Uh, this is the artist. OK, now, uh, now this is sort of I'm a I'm a uh, I make comics. I make uh, paintings, I make hand-lettered prints or something like that. This is where I'm selling my artwork, right? Everybody sort of knows people like this or, or, or understands that. And this is different than number seven, the maker, uh, in that you know, makers are, are – there's a big divide in the art and art world between arts and crafts, right? <laughs> and I'm not just talking about like, you know, preschool arts and crafts here. Uh, <laughs> there's arts and artists and then a lot of, and then the makers don't want to be called artists. They want to be called craftswomen or, or, or craftsmen or makers. And the artists don't want to be called craftswomen or craftsmen or makers, right? They want to be artists and they want to be makers over there. So number six is the artist. Number seven is the maker. And these are kind of, it's hard sometimes to draw the line between them. They oftentimes blur, but, uh, but like I have a friend, Scott Erickson, who makes this great art. And then he also like gets, puts that on the t-shirts and is able to sell that through Teespring or something like that. Right. So which, which are we now an artist or a maker? Well, it doesn't really matter in the, in the end, but these are fundamentally kind of interesting to categorize yourself by which one. So a good example of a maker would be like my friends at Studio Neat. These are, they make physical products that solve very kind of simple needs. Uh, so like they made the Cosmonaut, which is basically a, uh, wet, wet, uh, whiteboard marker sized iPad stylus, which is super cool. And then the Glyph, which is the iPhone, uh, tripod connector thing that was, was the first one that was, that was ever made for that, I think. Um, they're making physical things that solve like real problems. Whereas the artist may be sort of, it's kind of, I, I think, John, maybe it's similar to the difference between a teacher and a thought leader. A teacher is more like the maker, making sort of simpler goods uh, that, that, that fulfill a, a use. And the artist is more like the thought leader, where it's, it's kind of almost more about the ideas, I think, in some ways. I don't know. We're, I don't want to, we can't get into the difference between art and, and craft here, I guess. <laughs> well, one thing that I really do want to just make sure the Fire Nation is taking away from this topic and this point is that especially when you're starting off, artists generate revenue in different ways than makers do. So yeah. if you are someone that's resonating with the artists and with the people you know, who are artists versus the makers, and you want to look at them and say, how is Austin Cleon? You know, how is Hugh you know, McLeod? How, how are they generating revenue? And then if you feel like you're a maker, like how is Andrea Ayers? Like how is she generating revenue? You know, she's a craftswoman. Like what is she doing specifically? Let me... Let them, let, let them show me the way to get yeah. to that point. And I think that's really important. And Fire Nation, we have three great archetypes coming right up. You do not want to miss these, especially number eight. I'm stoked about number eight. But we're going to take a quick minute to thank our sponsors. We wear many hats as entrepreneurs, but you and I both know we simply can't do it all. As an example, do you ever struggle with finding marketing tactics that actually work? DigitalMarketer.com is a marketing blog, and guess what? They actually do the stuff they write about. A teacher who's actually doing what they're teaching. Pretty awesome. They aren't just ordinary researchers. They don't just talk about marketing. They do marketing. DigitalMarketer.com shares marketing tactics that work. Right now, you can get complimentary instant access to DigitalMarketer.com's ultimate digital marketing toolbox, which includes the ultimate Facebook ad template library. 
That's seven proven Facebook ad campaigns that create low-cost, high-converting ads on demand. The GLF email series, a pre-written three-part email campaign proven to get more opens, clicks, and sales from your subscribers. And the ultimate social media swipe file, 72 proven headline formulas to get more clicks from Facebook, Twitter, and your blog. Visit digitalmarketer.com slash fire to access the ultimate digital marketing toolbox today. Are you looking to grow your team, but you're not sure where to find the best candidates? I speak from personal experience when I say that your company is only as good as the people you hire. This is an important step. I also know that posting your job in one place doesn't cut it when it comes to finding quality candidates, but with little time to spare, it's tough to post everywhere. Good news. Thanks to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire, I can post to 100 plus job sites with one single click and be instantly matched to candidates from over 4 million resumes. Just post once, and within 24 hours, you'll be watching your candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. ZipRecruiter has been used by over 400,000 businesses, and you can try it right now for free. Getting the right people for your company is so important, and ZipRecruiter can help. Try ZipRecruiter for free today. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Again, ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. So Chase, we're back. You've gone through the first seven archetypes like a superhero, like a champ. That you are, by the way, but we have three more. So take us to number eight. This is one that I love for a lot of reasons. I'll get into it after, uh, why after, but st- start us off. Okay, so number eight is the curator, all right? So uh, sort of like, it, it's, it's similar to the maker, but rather than making and selling her own goods, the curator buys and sells goods from other makers and then through storytelling and e-commerce sort of sells those to a larger audience. So one example of this is my friend Matt at Need Edition, uh, neededition.com. He grabs all of these really, really beautiful, like like very small small group of men's fashion products and sells them so that you get on his email list, you get one email a month saying, these are the things we have for sale for you this month. You want to look like this kind of kind of person. This is the place to get it, right? So he's curating goods from other manufacturers, from multiple different manufacturers. And then I want to look like a particular kind of thing. I want I vibe with this kind of look. So I get it all from him. Does that make sense? Tons. So what do you love so much about the curator, John? I love the curator for the specific reason that as entrepreneurs, for so many of us, the hardest thing that we'll ever face is getting to that first dollar, is actually saying, you know what? I just made a dollar online, or I just made a dollar doing something that I love or, or sharing something that I just that I just found out. And, and with a curator, you can start there with fairly low bandwidth compared to some of these other ones. Like if you're an artist or a maker, I mean, you need to become those things. You know, for me as a mediapreneur, I had to spend six, eight months, you know, building Fire Nation before I even thought about generating a dollar. But with a curator, you can say, you know what? This is an amazing service product, whatever it might be. I'm going to find people that that haven't been connected to this for any number of reasons, and I'm going to connect them. And if that is a good connection, you know, I'm going to you know make a commission from that, a percentage from that. I'm going to see my first dollar come in. So I just love how the curator can actually get to that dollar quickly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And in same in some similar ways, like uh, with. The, in, a, in a digital world, it's like the affiliate marketing thing, right? Totally. You, you can create a website teaching how to install WordPress using Bluehost and use the Bluehost affiliate links. It's just that, the, like like all things in business, the hard thing is how are you going to stand out from the noise? I right. mean, there are 900 websites, 900 million websites out there probably <laughs> about like promoting Bluehost and trying to make the, that affiliate money. Whereas uh, there are a ton of places where you get to be your nerdy, weird, interesting, quirky self and collect an audience of people that that are just like you and sell great, great stuff to them. Do you know what I mean? By totally. curating stuff that you are already into. I love it. So that's number eight, the curator. Uh, number nine is the engineer. Okay. So this is an engineer can use your technical skills to build tools for others. I mean, that's that's the 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 gist of it. But you can think of every sort of startup y uh, technology app or piece of software as this kind of engineer thing. So good examples of this are Buffer or Gumroad, uh, MailChimp, ConvertKit, Nathan Berry's software product for email. All of these sorts of, of things are perfect 
examples of the engineer, someone who says, oh, you know what I wish I had? A way to schedule my tweets and Facebook posts and LinkedIn updates and things like that Mm. in one little dashboard. I wonder if I can interact with their API and yada, 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 put this together. Well, bleep, bleep, blah, blah, bleep. There's some code and some technical (laughs) skills that I've got. I've just made Buffer app, right? And and so that's a perfect example of that kind of business. Does that yeah, make sense? It makes sense. And I love how Buffer specifically shows, you know, their revenue, shows their numbers, shows yeah. just their growth as a business. So we can watch that in action. And, you know, I had their founder on Entrepreneur on Fire and just hearing like, you know, how easy, I don't want to say easy, but, you know, he literally just was like, I want this. Um, I'm going to do this. Like how easy the idea came to him. Of course, yeah. the execution is never easy. I mean, he had to work his butt off. Yeah. But I mean, these ideas are floating all around us, Fire Nation. Just reach up and grab them. And, and kind of a quick side note with Gumroad, just got the email, I think it was today or yesterday, um, but they're now integrating with PayPal. I mean, really good things happening for some really good companies. And that Fire Nation is is really why if you get in this engineer road and you resonate with this, you know, these are skills that are incredible for you. And, you know, drum roll, please, for number 10, Chase. <laughs> I am this sort of resident drummer, or at least the mouth drummer. Wait, do, do, this, do this with one of your favorite characters um, that, you, okay. that you've had recently. Okay. So what we're getting into now is the retailer. <laughs> yeah, right? I knew this you know? was going to be the one. I love and that. sort of the retailer is some, it's very hard to understand sometimes, right? Because, you know, you're, it's like you're, you're bringing an, on, an offline business onto the internet, right? Because this is right when we know that, that all of the technology is going. All right, I'll stop there. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I like that guy a lot. Uh, so the retailer is, uh, is, it's hard. This one's still hard for me to really right. get where, where it, it, it begins and ends. But the basic example is, is this, my wife's real estate company. Uh, through, she has a real estate company in Portland called Home Team Portland. And we're using uh, all of the digital sort of stuff to build her local business online. Okay, so maybe, that, maybe that, it's that local qualification that kind of makes you this retailer. So you're a coffee shop owner, you're a mortgage lender, you're a real, real estate agent, you are a, uh, maybe a handy craftsman or, 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 you know, finished carpenter or something like that. And this is, you get to get to build your business from the, uh, the, the tools of online resources, just like everybody else. But a lot of them are not right for a lot in a lot of that world. It's the last thing to maybe, okay, we'll try to put on a, a, a website. Maybe we'll put something up there when there's a lot of tools that you can be using to build your local business. Um, so, so as an example of that, the best that, that, that we kind of came up with is, is my, my wife's real estate team the you know, through the blog and social media and sharing the, the home prices and education about the different neighborhoods and school districts and all that kind of stuff. And to be, to be honest, that's how we found our real estate agent yeah. as we were on her website uh, 10 years ago when we moved to Portland learning about what are the differences between the neighborhoods, home prices, school s- systems, and all that other stuff, you know? Yeah, and kind of pointing back to another example, uh, Marcus Sheridan, the sales line. He decided to yeah. become the guy for fiberglass pools. He was just going to answer all the questions. And because people went to his site, because he ranked the highest for to get answers to those questions, when the buying decision came, it was just a natural progression because they trusted someone that was giving them all this value. So I love like the reasoning behind that. Yep, absolutely. So that's the 10, man. That's yeah. I'll run them through them again here. Teacher, thought leader, mediapreneur, number four, freelancer, coach, artist, maker, curator, engineer, and number 10, retailer. So Fire Nation, you can see why I love Fizzle and just this is just a snapshot of what they have going on over there. And again, for a dollar, you can check out just a ton of incredible content that they have. I've produced a masterclass on there. People like Pat Flynn, uh, just they have so many great classes and courses there. And what I really love, and I know they've been doing this recently because, again, I'm, I'm a listener, I'm a fan, I'm a follower, is their onboarding process has gotten insane. And I've actually taken some um, things that I've gotten from them and applied it to Podcasters Paradise because you can't just plop someone down in the middle of this jungle of knowledge and say, okay, yeah. here's a spear, you know, go find your dinner. You need to say, listen, this is where you have arrived. Here is a roadmap for you to go on. And I love that you guys have created that roadmap, Chase. So kind of talk about that for a second. And again, Fire Nation, for a dollar, if you go to fizzleonfire.com, 
you're going to get handed this roadmap that Chase is going to dive into. So let's hear it. And I'll do you one better, John. I think for 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 the Fire Nation guys, what we're going to do is is you go to that same URL, fizzleonfire.com, and uh, we're going to do for free. So you won't have to add your credit card or anything up front. You'll just get to jump right in and, and start kicking the tires. And we're going to do a sort of a, a, a session, at least one, of group coaching with with everybody who signs up wow. by a specific date. So you'll see all that on the Fizzle on Fire. Um, and, and it'll be a way to, to answer any questions about Fizzle as well and, and stuff like that. So uh, specifically about the roadmap, this is something that we, we discovered um, recently is, you know, what's the, what's the way we can, we can best help people? How, what would I do if I, if I found if there was someone I really wanted to help with their business? Well, it would be working one-on-one with them. But that is not our business. We we want to be able to make this affordable. If you were to work one on one, like if I was going to design someone's site, like it's it starts at like twelve thousand dollars or something like that, right? It's like who can nobody nobody can afford that when they're just starting out. And um, so the idea is what how can we create like a roadmap of all the things that we would take you through if we were working with you one-on-one given not just my like kind of creative firepower. That's sort of what I do on the team and what I've always done. Um, but, but like Corbett's done every kind of business from, you know, venture back startups to, to sabbaticaling around Mexico to bootstrap businesses and blogs and everything sort of in between. And he's been doing this for a long time and is well respected in the industry because he, he just has such a great idea of strategy. He just, gets it. So all of that stuff that we can bring to the table, how can we sort of make a roadmap that kind of just takes person one step out of the, uh, to the next? And what we did is in episode 100 of our podcast, fizzleshow.co slash 100, through the next six episodes, we went through um, we went through the roadmap stages that we developed. So these are not the stages that everybody goes through in their business. They are the stages you want to go through in your business, right? And in the sequence, we want you to go them through them uh, in the sequence that we would like you to go through them with. I guess is that is that is that English? Is this hello? Is this thing? Yo comprendo. <laughs> Yo comprendo. So so the the idea that the thing that we're making uh, in video course format now is is every step, every stage, um, all the action items and worksheets for each one of those so that anybody can just kind of jump right in and we can just guide you week after week after week. Because the thing that we've found is the difference maker between people who succeed and who don't is a steady week after week progress on their business. And that's what we want to create. It's not that it's like you come in and there's a bunch to take on. No, it's like this today you're coming, you just do this thing. And then tomorrow it's that thing. And next week it's going to be these three things, right? So it's that kind of structured learning process that walks you through um, all of the crazy steps that it takes to build a business. And within a month or so, or a few months, who knows how far you have gone because you can go at your own pace. But that's my dream. That's what we're building right now. and, and, And we're kind of throwing all of our resources behind it. I mean, Fire Nation, go to fizzleonfire.com for absolutely free, no obligation, no credit cards entered. You are going to get into Fizzle to check out this roadmap to see what Chase is talking about. The group coaching is going to happen specifically for you, Fire Nation. You can be involved with that. This is an absolute no-brainer, and I'm really excited to be talking to another five fizzlers over the next five days talking about this stuff because of just you know the success stories that are coming out of this. And Chase, how I kind of want to end is on something that I'm really passionate about. And to be honest with you, I don't think you and I have really ever talked about this, so I don't really know where you stand, but I'm happy for um, a differing of opinions here for sure if that happens. But I'm a big believer personally that we are obligated as entrepreneurs to generate revenue. And what I mean by that is we are looking to share our voice, our message, our brand, any knowledge that we've acquired with the world. And if we want to continue to do that, we need to be able to live a life. We have responsibilities. We have food to put in our mouths. We have mortgages to pay. We have kids to support, et cetera. And if you want to continue to put your brilliance out there in the world, you need to, to stand up and feel like you are obligated to, to, to actually get value back from that that you're putting in. So what I love about what a lot of what I've seen in Fizzle is it does show you the path to get there, to get to actually generating revenue. So Chase, what are your thoughts on that as we kind of close down here? Yeah, it's a great, it, it's a great question because in some ways, like, um, do I feel like you're obligated to make, to make money from your thing? There are some, what I feel like you're obligated to serve your idea 
in, in some ways, I have this, this theory that an idea wants something, okay? An idea is like a child. And my idea for Fizzle when it first started out is very different than what it is now because that, that child has grown. Fizzle is growing. We've just hired our, another team member, uh, Stephanie Crowder, who's going to be on, on uh, your show, John. Oh, yeah, here. I can't wait. And she's amazing. And she's actively shaping what Fizzle is going to become, right? And so to me, there's this sense that like, my idea uh, for Father Apprentice, going all the way back, that idea wants something. That idea wants to become something. That idea deserves to be something. And the question is, what does it deserve to be? So it, sometimes that idea deserves to be my, like, I, I'm going to throw my body on the gears and the levers of, of the machines <laughs> to make this thing a reality. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I, sometimes it means, like, this. I'm going to... I'm going to do whatever it takes to make this thing work, right? And sometimes it's like, this needs to, to be as a side project. If I made it my hobby, I would burn out on it. I would stop loving this thing, right? So I guess it, for me, it really depends what it is that, that, we're, that, that the idea is. That said, um, and that's, that's like my passion is, is like mentoring entrepreneurs through, like, through just the pitfalls of all that stuff. That's why I love, that's what I love being involved with is, is those questions of like real life stuff. But, but, and part of that real life stuff, everybody knows is, is you gotta make, you gotta make some freaking dollars. You know what I mean? You've got to earn your money because, because there are bills that need to get paid. And that's why I love these archetypes so much is because yeah. it's like, Listen, you can stand up on your own two feet. You can be self-reliant, autonomous. You can, you can create things that other people connect with. You can express things from your soul that touch other people's soul and give them words for things that they were feeling that they didn't know how to say before, right? This is what we can do. This is what's always driven me. And in order to do that, for me, I, can, I am the worst employee ever in the whole world. You can't hire me ever, right? Because I'm going to do it my way unless you're like, my, like my, my, my godfather or something. And you just really believe in me. And you're like, just do whatever, whatever you want. And in that way, I'm kind of working for myself anyways. But, but because of all of that, I've needed to find ways to make the revenue and to earn, to earn the living, dude. And it's, and it's been really, really challenging because right. I, don't, I don't know how to – I'm a reader, not a mather, John. I don't do I don't do money very well, but I do connection. I do creativity. I do all that stuff. So as a I guess in closing, there, the truth is I've had to, it's been a very long process of me learning the necessity of making that money, of earning the money, and having that number in your head of like what's your freedom number? That's a word that we use in Fizzle for yeah. like. And I don't know how I feel about the freedom number as as a it's like what are these freedom French fries or something? Are they freedom <laughs> fries now? But like, but really to have that number of like you know you know that if anybody makes fifty thousand dollars a year, you are smack dab in the middle of, of, of one of the happiest revenue incomes you could have according to research on fulfillment and ha- happiness, right? So it doesn't, it, it, that's not, and that's not insanity. That's not way out there, man. I mean, it's not impossible to get there. So I don't know. All that to say, it's such a big deal that you, to, to earn a living doing something that you care about. And that's all that we do in Fizzle is try to get people on that map. And same thing with you, John. I love, I love that you're doing this this week of Fizzle. I love that you're promoting our little business because we are, we are all about the heart and the hustle. And I sense that in you from the moment I met you as well. And I love all of the stories that you promote so much because it's through hearing how these things happen that we kind of understand a bigger picture of what's possible. And those are the best possible questions we can ask ourselves. What could I do? What could I be? What's possible for me? And it doesn't matter what class you come from, what, what, what income you're generating when you're developing that way. That gets really freaking exciting to me, you know? Yeah, and I'm still waiting on my Heart and Hustle t-shirt, by the way. I got one so. for you. Okay, I got I one figured... left over for you. Did you not get one? No. All right, I got Love one. that, that one t-shirt. Right for you. Love yeah. that t-shirt. And Chase and Fire Nation, I mean, this is why I wanted to use such strong language um, when I asked you this last question about that I believe we are obligated to generate revenue because I know that that doesn't sit 100% comfortably with you. I hear it, you know, when you're on your own show, the Fizzle yeah. show, yeah. you don't even love talking about fizzle.co. I mean, you don't love driving people there because it just doesn't come naturally to you and, and it doesn't come naturally to a lot of people. And that's what I think is important, Fire Nation. You know, you hear me, you hear Corbett, you hear Barry, you hear Chase. We all have different ways that we look at things. You know, it, it all is under the same umbrella, but you know, it's a different spoke on that yep. umbrella wheel. And that's important because just like with these archetypes, you can find who you resonate with. You know, 
you need to find who you resonate with when you're listening to, to these type of conversations. And Chase, what I want you to do right now for us is, is share a parting piece of guidance, then just the best way that we can connect with you, and then we will say goodbye. Okay, so um, here's here. Let me let me just think really quick because I want to <laughs> give you something real good. Oh, cool. Um, so there's a few quotes that I have here in in my mind. Um, okay, well, as you're okay. thinking, listen, I'll just say, listen, Fire Nation again, fizzleonfire.com. Zero dollars, get into Fizzle. You're going to get the group coaching. It's an absolute NB, no brainer. See you there. Yeah, absolutely. And I would love to see you inside. Like I said, we're going to be doing that the a very intimate sort of just Fire Nation coaching call for so whoever cool. whoever shows up. So there's two pieces that I, there's two quotes that I really love. These are two of the, the my, my favorite quotes ever. One of them's from a video of Steve Jobs when he was at, actually at Next Computers. Um and he he talks about like kind of I don't know, it, it just is a big deal. So here's what he says. He says, "Everything around you that you call life and he does this little like hand motion. Everything <laughs> around you that you call life was made up by people who are no smarter than you. And that, I don't know, just go sit with that. And then finally, this one uh, from Thelonious Monk, who said, a genius is the one most like himself. And that is, I think, that's, I think, the unfair business advantage that you can bring to any business is if you can do something so like you that nobody else can compete on you because they're not you. That's, I don't know, that, that, is, that is profitability to me. You know what I mean? God, you nailed that. <laughs> you nailed it. I got one more for you. you okay, to? go for it. One of my favorite writers, Kurt Vonnegut said, uh, and if you, John, if you ever get worried about like, what's the point of life? Why am I here? He's got an answer for you. He okay. says, we're here on earth to fart around. Don't let anybody tell you any different. <laughs> <laughs> and thanks for providing the intro to this episode of Entrepreneur on Fire. <laughs> and Chase, uh, I want to know, what the best way for our listeners to contact you is. I think Fizzle on Fire, man. Just go there. Uh, I'm on, I'm on Twi- Twitter, so fizzleonfire.com. Go there. We'll, we'll connect uh, through the, the webinar and stuff like that that we'll do, uh, the Beautiful. coaching call. And then if you don't, uh, what I always say is if you, if you have very low standards about who you follow on Twitter, you can find me <laughs> at Chase underscore Reeves. <laughs> so Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and you have been hanging out with Chase Reeves and JLD today. So keep up the heat <laughs> and head over to EO5. Just type Chase in the search bar. His show notes page will pop right up. This episode with all the greatness. Episode 332 with all the greatness. Listen to both for sure. And of course, fizzleonfire.com. Get there now because you want to be part of that group coaching session. Faux show. And Chase, thank you, brother, for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks, John. Fire Nation, thank you for joining us on Entrepreneur on Fire. Visit eofire.com for links to everything we chatted about today, as well as killer resources, gifts, and so much more. Are you prepared to podcast? Visit freepodcastcourse.com and sign up for our free 15-day podcast course today. Have an inspired day and ignite.